0: Leafs Nation, we're back for another podcast for you guys today. It is Leafs Talk episode number 88 on the podcast for you guys. Um, it, It's obviously you can tell in our, my voice, you know, it, this could have been a whole different episode, but the Leafs lose game five. They still lead the series 3-2 and we've got game six tomorrow night at seven o'clock. It's not over. It's not the end of the world. They're still winning. I know why the city's down. I know why fans are already starting to turn on the team, but you got to realize they've got two shots of this now. So it's it's still not over. But we are joining my dad today. Um, dad, how are you today on this, you know, Friday? And you know, it could have been a whole different story had they won yesterday and you know, a great weekend to just relax. Everyone could chill, watch some hockey, scout some hockey, see who the least could play. But they've got a game on Saturday, and yeah, it's 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 go time.
1: You know, <laughs> being a fan, I guess since 1980, um, this is nothing new for us. We never make things easy. Um, you know, uh, as far as closing out games go, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't ever recall actually. Maybe once I think we uh, in the closing out game we beat St. Louis seven to two, and the Curtis Joseph who used to play for St. Louis at that time. Yeah. Uh, it was actually the goalie. That's the only time on a close game where, you, you know, they scored early and then you can sit, relax, watch the game. Uh, but this is uh, trying to make police. Uh, we don't, we don't do things easily here. So I'm not surprised that we're, we're, we are here right now.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, let's get straight to things. You know, they, they don't close out in the first period, two quick goals. Morgan Riley gets the fans pump, but 27 seconds later, Anthony Shirelli gets one back. Um, Hedman also took a hit from Ashton Reese in that period. Um, and, and he looks like he was shaken up. He was on the bench, but he's talking with a trainer. Uh, Jake McCabe had a huge hit on Braden point. Leafs had a power play in that, you know, a lot of chances, a lot of loose pucks. And then obviously Hall had that really bad tripping call on Kucherov. I don't know what he was thinking there, but obviously at the end, it wasn't a good look because Kucherov got the little cut. Um, didn't look intentional just cause you know, he went into the boards obviously, but, at the end of the first, the Leafs did have the game tied one at piece. And the second period, you know, it, it looked like a better start. But that one play, man, oh, my God. Esimon, who comes back into the lineup. Justin Ho I don't know what he was doing. He was skating the wrong way, turned the wrong way. A horrible goal to let in by Samsonov. Both on their parts. It's not one more than the other. Both are equally at fault, in my opinion. Just wasn't a great play there. Um, and then, obviously, you know, Matthew Nice took a shot at the back of the leg, a lot of missed calls. Now, you got to remember, this is playoffs, right? So there's not going to be a lot of calls being called. Um, They're not going to call obvious trips, obviously. Clearly, we've seen it's not just the Leafs game, it's other games as well. Um, And then Patty Maroon with just a dirty hit at the end of the period on Giordano. Leafs go to the power play in the third period. They can't capitalize. Obviously, Nick Paul scores, makes it 3-1. And then obviously Matthews three two. Do they have life? They don't. Empty netter by Killorn four two final. That's a quick rundown of the game there. Um, but your thoughts, Dad, on the overall, you know, game. Uh, a lot of missed calls. You know, it's 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 something that you know I was I, I think we were discussing today that they're not going to call easy calls, right? They're not going to call these calls in game fives and game six and game seven. They don't want it, it to be a high power play game, but. It sucks, you know, to see all these missed calls. Fans are getting into it, you know, complaining. Players are complaining to officials. But your thoughts on the overall game, like, it just was a game that, you know, the Leafs do lose. But they had so many chances to put one in. So many lose pox in front of the net. That was a quick rundown. I want to get your thoughts on that game as obviously
1: the Leafs lose 4-2. Yeah, I think the game changed immensely. When uh, Tampa came back and scored twenty six seconds after Morgan Riley had given us the lead, yeah, uh, it just kind of took the air out <laughs> out of the arena, out of the players. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they hadn't even announced uh, Riley's goal yet. Uh, you know, so the next shift they went out and 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 scored a goal. I think that 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 pretty much, uh, you know, t- it took them a while to sort of recover, uh, from that. Um, you know, they look. Everybody says you know the the referees. You know they put the put the whistles away uh, in the playoffs or in closeout games, but you know you've got to call you know the obvious ones. Um, it, it was it, you know and and with so much spotlight on you know with you know everything being televised, camera angles, um, you know I'm sure they get you know they've got to talk to somebody as well back 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 in the locker room uh, yeah. to see that this is what they've done wrong, but. You've got to call. You know, you can't look at it. Uh, you know, that's just you know. Oh, it's a closeout game. You got to treat it just as you know any other game, and 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 call what you're out there to do. And uh, I think I think uh, you know they're 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 missing that. And then of course uh, frustration is going to kick in with the players, the fans, and the coaches. Uh, yeah. So it's just the rip, ripple effect uh, uh, is what, what what's happening there. Um, I mean, with so many, you know. Puck right in front of the net, and and none of our guys just getting their sticks on it. Just sheer bad luck with so many guys around. Um, I think one thing that we didn't do too much in this game was screen
0: Mm -hmm. Wesolowski
1: that much. I think uh, you know somebody you know I I I think we were watching the game uh, you know I had said to you that I don't like Tavares back at the point. You know I need him to you know to to be in front of the net. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's where he sort of. uh, works yeah. the best for us uh, because I, I I think the other guys are much better puck handlers uh, around and uh, but I think you know now that Riley Riley's there uh, maybe that that's why the switch is there but they should have both of them playing up and then Marner and uh, Matthews playing back a bit uh, uh, to see how that goes uh, but uh, yeah you know as I said earlier you know this is Toronto we don't do things easily but uh, you know fully confident I think uh, you know they. They got a little uh, nip of it here, you know, what it's going to take and how much harder they need to work uh, to close this out. They're not going to make it easy for us, and uh, I think they'll get it done tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the, the people are saying, you know, oh, my God, no way least take all three. Well, teams have done it. That means nothing. If you show up playing best hockey, I think this is a good situation for them. Less pressure, you know, the, the home crowd, that that pressure is gone. It looked like they're nervous, looks like they're playing a little bit scared, but they'll come into this game and they'll dominate. But let, let's talk about, before we cover game six, um, let's talk about, th- before we talk about lineup adjustment, let's talk about a certain pairing. It's Justin Hole, Mark Giordano. Now, I know Justin Hole at one point was on the ice for 72.2% of the Leafs' goals against, 13 out of 18, and then the end of the game with 14 goals on for, uh, sorry, 14 goals against, he's been on the ice for, um and it's it's I get it I get why people are coming after him and he has not played well but Mark Giordano has not played well either so like this pairing has really really struggled um it's it's just Tampa is just making them pay when these guys are out there and Sheldon's not putting them in good situations and you got to believe that they're they're obviously their confidence is shot because they're making so many errors they're, like it's just not working when those two are on the ice so this ties in now. What lineup changes would you make, Dad? You know, Matthew Nice looked like he was hurt, but he came back. He played well. Bunting is definitely going to slot in. I I, it, I, think we can discuss where we think he plays. I think he's going to go top six. Why would you put him on the third or fourth line? You know, he's got 20 goals this year. It just, there's no, there's no use for him on the fourth line. Like, what is he going to play? Like seven, eight minutes. I don't know what he's going to play, but there's no use for him there. He'll probably play in the middle six is my guess. Maybe they put him back with Matthews Marner. Who knows? But he's definitely going to play top nine minutes, top six, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then obviously, you know, does to get in for Hall or Giordano? But like, I don't see that move happening because I think they're they're confident in these guys, you know, Hall on that penalty kill. But will it get any better? I, I would probably make the move, honestly, for Hall and Lillard. I would make that move. They need more puck moving defensives back there to get it to the offense and, and and carry that puck in the neutral zone. Like they're very poor at, at creating from their own end into the offensive end. I find way too many dump and chases, um, are occurring and and they're really struggling on the defensive end. But what would you do in your opinion with the whole defensive pairing and, and Michael Bunting coming back in lineup? Like, wh- where's your head at for Bunting and obviously maybe a guy like Lilligren coming back into the lineup?
1: Yeah, I think just for um, you know the because uh, Hall, you know, even even that 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 goal yesterday, I think he went for the big hit and kind of missed it, yeah. and then they came out and scored. Um, I think just for the uh, just the sheer confidence boost for the rest of the guys, I think you need to make a change um, and and just bring in Lilligram, uh, and I think with Bunting, uh, you know, you you do bring him in. I uh, you know I, I respect. The fact that they didn't bring him in last game because why change something that's not broken, uh, you know? Sorry, why fix something that's not broken? So yeah. um, I think that was a good move. But but you bring him in this game, I think it, he becomes a bit of a distraction uh, to to the Lightning because obviously they you know they, they may take that extra little shot shot yep. on him that may get called, uh, and you know he's I'm sure he's going to get a little more attention than uh, than he normally would. So. Um, you know uh, that, that's the only reason i I kind of don't want him uh, top six because then you got our other you know guys that are that are our big stars probably being involved in, uh, in, in something after every play because they're definitely gonna come after him. so I just didn't you know you don't want to see those guys getting in there and then maybe something you know somebody gets hurt mm-hmm. is why I would like to see him a little bit lower in the lineup. Um, but I think you know bringing him in it makes perfect sense uh, for next game for sure.
0: Yeah, it does And They could use him as a decoy. You know, you know Tampa's gonna come after him. So maybe they put him in there. He takes some of the spotlight away from the big time players. Like again, they say in the thing we just couldn't put together for a full 60. Yeah, like it's it's the same thing. And I get, you know, I think we can move on from like the pairings. I think that like we'll find out tomorrow. We have no say, but for covering game six and or like being a nervous fan, or if there are nervous fans, like I get it. I get why fans are nervous, but you can't just quit on a team like after game 1. Like the, the, the fans were like going ballistic. It's it's the first game. You won 3 straight against Tampa. It's going to be tough to win 4 straight against any team. So you're basically saying that they would have basically if you get rid of game 1, they would have swept them. Like it's it's going to be tough and everyone knew this is going to be a 6 to 7 game series. Everyone knew it. It's going to be hard to put one of these teams away in 4 to 5. So you have a chance here. You've played well on the road in the postseason so far 2-0 make that 3-0 and, and I think that you know they didn't play their best game yet they're due to play their best game they're probably going to play their best game in one of these next two games if it goes to seven they're so due for a full 60 just domination like a game two domination and I, I'm not really nervous you know I, I wasn't really confident on game five I but I am confident for Game Six. Every time I've been confident, you know they've delivered. Game One, I was nervous. What happened? Game Five, I was nervous. What happened? Two, three, and four, I was confident. Game Six, I'm confident, so I'm I'm sticking with it. They're the better team. Um, they haven't been the better team, but they are the better team, if you know what I mean. On on, on if you put all those guys up against the Leafs guys, I'd, I'd say the Leafs are the better team. You know Sheldon's got to do a better job with his coaching. You know, so you saw John Cooper put up the one after they won. He said that's one insinuating that they're going to win next game and then that's two and they're going to win game seven, that's three. And then there, he, you know, he said in the post game, something about, you know, wouldn't it be sad or something like that if, if the series ended today, we're going to be back here for seven or something like that, whatever he said, I'm not sure, but something like that. Um, and, and this is, this is going to be a really big test for the group. You know, people are doubting them and they usually fight back the season after, a, after a devastating loss, they're really good Good to pick back up on a, on a bad loss. Um, they bounce back really good. The goalie bounce back. The team bounces back. I'm confident for game six. And your thoughts on obviously on the whole narrative of same old Leafs and, and people being nervous. And it's just like the Leafs still have a 3-2 series lead. It's it's I don't know. I don't get it.
1: Yeah. I, I, look, I, I, you know, obviously the past history has a lot to do with it, uh, where it makes everybody nervous. I think, you know, as fans – uh, we get a little more nervous because of the harassment that we get, and that you know that we're gonna get if if this happens to us again, is is, is why you know you sort of get you know get that little bit uh, nervous feeling, uh, and you know kind of you know we we've, we've kind of been in this position and and haven't haven't closed out, uh, but uh, as I said, I think you know this game there you know Tampa didn't do anything special. Uh, they were in this game. We had a lot of chances. We, you know, we dominated for a long period of time. They just happened to get uh, a couple of lucky bounces at that. Yeah. You know, I don't think that Essam goal, uh, you know, ever should go in. Yeah. Um, you know, so one-one going into third, uh, you would have had a, a bit of a nervous uh, Tampa team for sure. But uh, that one-goal cushion obviously gave them a little bit of an edge. Uh, and then, as you saw, you know, once it was three-two. You know, they weren't skating, they, their legs were dead and they they, they, they you know, they're probably thinking, here we go again. Um, so I think, uh, as you said, you know, the the a little bit less pressure from, you know, not being home uh, and the fact that there's going to be enough Leaf fans to sort of encourage them. Yeah. Uh, but that pr- pressure of being at home is not going to be there. Uh, it's it, it's done tomorrow. I'm, I'm fully confident and uh, we can put this all behind us and uh, and maybe go after the people that have been kind of coming after us uh, all these years.
0: Yeah, it's six years in the making.
1: Like I, I heard Christopher Stig on JD Bunk's podcast. He said they're probably
0: going to lose game five, but game six, they're going to close out. And, and this is a big opportunity. Everyone's doubting them. Everyone's saying this is going seven and if it goes seven, oh, it can go either way. You know what? It's going to be tough for the Leafs to lose three straight games this year. Um, I, I really believe that they're going to really dominate the lightning tomorrow. It's the lightning season on the line. It's not the Leafs. It's everyone's acting like the Leafs are down three zero. I get it. The past, but after a loss, you know, everyone is just, Oh my God, same old Leafs. Okay. Yeah. I get it. The past, but these new guys, you think they care about what happened in 2019 or 2018 or 2017? They, they don't care. This is a new season. You know, Ryan O'Reilly's great in the locker room. Luke Shan, Achari, all these guys are great to have in the locker room. They're going to bounce back. Bunting's going to be back in the lineup. You know, Justin Hall, I'm hoping he has a big bounce back game. He's just got to relax and take it easy and calm down. Simple. Simplify your game. And I, I, I would probably put Lilligren in for him. But if he stays in... He's just got to be composed, and then just just play his game. You don't need to play your big body, big hitting game. You don't need to do that. You're blocking a lot of shots on penalty kill. Let's see what happens tomorrow. We're both confident that the Leafs close out tomorrow on the road. It'd be huge, and it'd just be so leafy that, you know, they lose game five, and everyone's turning on them, and they and they win after since 2004 on the road. So you don't even get that home ice feeling but you know the city of toronto will be buzzing they will bounce back it's it's, they bounce back this year from tough losses fully expect them to get it done tomorrow this is a really great team and we're going to see that tomorrow but thank you guys for listening we'll be back sunday to cover game six hopefully it's a more cheerful celebratory episode obviously for you guys but go leafs go guys we can and we will we'll get it done tomorrow you just gotta believe thank you for listening and we'll see you guys on sunday